Welcome back to the But Why Not podcast. My name is Evan. If you're with us, you're listening to episode 20 when we were doing Facebook Lives back in 2018, 2019, and a little bit in 2020. Uh, it is currently the end of August 2021. And I spoke with Gina Maria, who was getting politically active in the Fox Valley, putting on an event called Lights for Liberty. It was related to um, immigrants who were um, being denied freedom at the border uh, in the U.S. Totally have to admit that I was outside my element here. I'm not an expert in these political areas. I knew probably even less back then. And... um, went through an interesting phase with the with the podcast in general when it was under Ventral Wisconsin so these first like 60 episodes um, if you're with me right now uh, I'm working on getting caught up basically getting all these old episodes uploaded so um, I guess enjoy the exploration of <laughs> wading through the uncertainties of I don't know. This whole podcasting is an interesting process. You really find your voice through it. And um, I certainly didn't have my voice around these issues at all. I should have looked up more uh, prior to this podcast. It's real short. It's only about a 20-minute talk. For that exact reason, I didn't want to speak out of hand too much. So, But that's part of the process. You got to learn. You got to find what you think. And... Don't be afraid to uh, to jump in. Hope you enjoy. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? Intro, but why don't you tell us a little bit about the event that's happening on Friday? We'll start with that. Okay. So the event on Friday is in direct response to the kids in cages and if you go to lights for liberty fox valley on facebook you can see the flyer the event there's a bunch of articles so people know what's going on but Mm -hmm. it came right as a response when people were on what i was uh, telling you about before resistance live and like Mm -hmm. what can we do what can we do and what we can do is mobilize and make a lot of noise so that the president and others who are following these absolutely horrific policies know that we know what's going on and we don't agree with it. It's the only thing we have in democracy, our voice, right? Right. So um, I did a little research just um, watching a few videos and um, it's hard to get a full grasp on exactly what's going on, but it seems like um, there's a, it's very quiet. Um, it's very kept from the public. What is exactly going on? And I think that's where a lot of, I meant to take care of that. Um, <laughs> there is a lot of confusion or just like uncertainty, like what really is happening? But um, from, so from the sounds of it. I can clear a little bit of that up right sure, away. Sure. One of the things that has changed is the whole policy in asking for asylum. So people used to be able to cross the border and ask for asylum, and they would have an asylum hearing within, I believe it was 72 hours, Mm -hmm. 
to see if their claims were credible and then they were given a court date and released. Okay. And so they changed the law that allows them to be released because a lot of the people coming over and a lot of the children coming over Mm -hmm. have relatives here in the United States. Right. And they have people that are willing to take that love them, that want to take care of them, that want to deal with the situation. And Mm -hmm. instead, what we're doing is separating families and putting them in cages. And the legal system is so incredibly backed up, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, and it's slow as it is already. Um, And and that's an issue in and of itself, which is very interesting to me because I, I, like playing devil's advocate, I would say, um, I think, conservative people that might argue right. for people staying in these cages separated which cage jail jail is a cage at the end of the day so you yes, can't really but argue in a jail you are allowed to go outside you're allowed to take a shower you have a toilet mm-hmm. in your in your cell you have a bed and you right. have running water and food. So the right, so the conditions aren't good as well. And on top of that, keeping them longer and slowing down the legal system at the end of the day is something that taxpayers pay for. And pay a lot of money. Right. I do not understand, okay? You sent me to the ritziest hotel on the planet. Please can it be ADA accessible? Oh, that's another story. Um Sent me to the richest hotel, $775 a day a person. Like, how do they calculate this? Right, so um, so just to give people context, I saw this in, in a video when I was kind of trying to figure out what's right. all going on here. And there are some of these, some of these camps or locations where these people are being kept um, are being contracted by the government, $775 per person per day they're making profit on keeping these people locked up, which uh, is, is an obvious co- conflict of interest. Um, so it's not only a conflict of interest, so if these, um, these camps are run by private corporations, then they say they don't have to let anyone in to see them and know what's going on, and that is a huge, gigantic problem. Yeah, absolutely. So. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Just like you can't, you can't basically have something that needs to have oversight. Yeah. Um, because of how basically, um, what's the word? Intimate of a, it's like a problem solution thing. It's like at the most intimate in society, it's like okay, well, jail, um, jail is a very intimate thing. Like we need to make sure we're doing this right you know right Um, yes Yes. so yeah so um what you're referring to is the fact that um people are trying to get into these places just to kind of check them out like from a journalistic standpoint basically documenting what is happening here and they're turning people away right right or if they are letting them in they're not supposed to have cameras, mm, and it? which yeah, which is um, scary. That's very scary. Someone actually did have a camera last week, and I get them confused. That's okay. Joaquin we don't. Joaquin Castro and his brother—they're twins. One of them's running for president. The other one had a camera in a in a camp. 
but um, for the president of America. Yes, his his twin brother is okay. Running. Interesting. Yes. So they're Julian, trying to. Julian is running for president, and Joaquin had the camera in the cool. camp. So they're trying to like uh, be on the ground for these issues and. Well, run he, the you know, he's he's um he's a U.S. Congress person. Hmm. You know, a House of Representatives. Didn't know that. And he has oversight. That's what they're supposed to do. So he's supposed right. to do his job, and they are not supposed to have cameras, and he had it anyway. I don't know how the heck that happened, but anyway, that's great. That so we cool. did get some more pictures last week, and they were just absolutely horrific. I can't imagine. Maybe we'll, we'll try and link to those just so people can... Um look into it themselves um just for people watching at home um i did try to look into both sides um to be honest with you because um sure, like you're I, a journalist I, go ahead yeah well i mean i went i took some journalism classes i don't consider myself a journalist um but my my views tend to fall in the middle um I'm typically like socially liberal and typically okay. like fiscally conservative okay. if you had to. All right. Um, but I also am like big on the environment. Like we at least have to look. But anyway, without making this about me, um, I tried to look at both sides and um, as skeptical as I am about any major media source these days, it did seem like um, all the people really against these camps and these people being separated came to the table with facts and like reason and problems and the few like this there was a lot less videos out there like defending the camps um but there were a few and the people defending the camps really were just like bringing up non-issues so they would do things like say um well you can't call them a concentration camp because you don't understand history like you don't understand like what happened in germany so really they were just like like a straw man they were making a straw man out of the word concentration camp and saying well you can't call it that so like let's not talk about it so did you happen to run into any of the um the never again movement if you do hashtag never again um there i think aoc Jews that are saying oh. this cannot mm -hmm. happen again yeah so without getting into a slippery slope of saying that all these people are going to die because i think i th and i think it's terrible and i think it, it is a sl slippery slope at the end of the day and i think that's the point of this right and that's why you have hashtag don't look away on your flyer because um someone reached out to me told me to have you on and uh thank you to whoever that barb was. i think her name is barb uh Monday or something um hmm. I think that's it Barbara she, I'm sure she's watching um but that that was the most interesting part to me was like don't look away it's like yeah, yeah that's an interesting call to action because you have to talk about things as uncomfortable as they might be or as uncomfortable as you might personally make them um well, you know, the thing for me, the thing that I, I think I think about this in this way, okay? Mm -hmm. So today it's brown children in cages. I mean, you're, they're just a step away 
from what who are the next people going to be you know mm-hmm. the lgbtq community cannot be in the military the muslim ban was what trump started off with mm-hmm. i mean people that are disabled are looked at as you know generally throwaway they talk about the unemployment rate for example they never count people that are disabled mm-hmm. we're not in the count like what the hell we don't count excuse me Right. Oops. No, you can say you can say whatever French. you want. French. I speak fluent Spanish, and yeah. French slips out. Sorry. It's okay. You can swear in in Spanish or English if you prefer. See, <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. Like, I want to I want to play devil's advocate in in saying right. that this stuff does happen all around the world. I think we're in a better place than most. And, um, uh, I'm not so sure that's true anymore. I'm starting to really worry. I mean, I have right in front of me the 10 stages of genocide, and which of these stages are we not meeting right now? The extermination one, but that's because they're just doing it slowly. If you don't feed them, and if you don't take them to the hospital. Well, and I mean... We've only, ha- we've only had 27 adults die, right? It's like... Wait a minute, does this have to be in the millions to qualify? Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm not trying to take away from how bad or what it could end up being. Because I think at the end of the day, the whole world is, we're always like on the brink of like anything can happen. We could get hit by a meteor tomorrow, like at the end of the day. Um, But I'm just saying like, uh, like I just saw, I mean, I'm not against you. I, I'm not trying no, to. No, like, I'm like, huh? A meteor tomorrow? Really? No. I mean, but yeah, or like a super volcano, like anything could happen, you know. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, volcano that, in Wyoming in. Uh, yeah, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Could yeah, blow, right. Could blow. It's true. But it's they say it's only got a 600 mile radius, so we're like 700 miles away. So. Perfect. Wisconsin's always we're in a safe zone, like the the movie 2012. Wisconsin's I the first. See that. It was like the world ends, and then everybody who survived goes to Wisconsin. That's uh. Are you that's are the you premise. kidding? No, that's, that's a movie that's, that's 2012. Yeah, I think it was John Cusack. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So so what what does Lights for Liberty do to help okay. the issue? So in our community. I think I belong to a number of organizations, but um, the Lights for Liberty, the idea behind it is to bring people from different sectors, community advocates, community organizers that are springing up. I can't believe it. I put this out there and mm-hmm. I have had people contact me i know a lot of people okay Mm. but i've had people contact me like i have no idea who there if you bring me some flyers to oshkosh i'll go to all the church i'm like you got it i'm going tomorrow i'll be there and you know taking flyers and Mm -hmm. talking to people and what i want is representation not only to be there but reflected in the speakers Mm -hmm. so we're starting right off i'm hoping cross your fingers to get someone from the native community either oneida or menominee 
but they have to speak the language. That's part of the ceremony. You can't just come and do your prayer in English. It doesn't work that way, right? And I know this because I've studied it. So okay. hopefully we'll get someone to come and open the ceremony. And then who's going to speak after that? The Latino community right here in Appleton or in the Fox Cities mm-hmm. that, um, that are affected by this, that know people that... That's cool. You know, I mean, it, well, it's not cool. It's well, it's things, cool, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and then, it takes like there's push and pull to everything. Like, right, tragedy brings people together. Not saying we need tragedy. Right. No, but this is definitely um, an issue because Lights for Liberty was put out a couple of weeks ago on the internet, and there are today. Mm-hmm. over 650 events around the, the United country. States mm-hmm. and I don't know I think there's 15 um, nationwide there's one in Israel there's one in Japan there's one in Spain there's one in nice. the Netherlands so, so what people might not know about you Gina Maria is that you put yourself out there to be an organizer for this um, was that was that hard for you or or what was that thought process like the thought process was so you know this whole thing started when i started following elizabeth Cross mclaughlin on um, facebook she does a facebook live monday through friday 11 o'clock central and she really she's a lawyer so Mm -hmm. she just rips stuff apart and talks about the legal implications of everything when she got together with some friends and they said we're going to put this out there all you have to do to sign up is put your name and address and where you're going to hold it and i'm like i'm there nice i just did it and said okay do i need a permit whoops (laughs) so what uh where where do you recommend people come out to to meet the vigil at seven o'clock at houdini plaza on July 12th it's a Friday, Friday night so we're going to have speakers and talk about the mm-hmm. issues and everything for a couple of hours and then at the end we light our lights now they're saying candles I'm much more practical get your flashlight app on your phone mm-hmm. right I mean, I'm figure fine. it out <laughs> well I, I'm bad with holding a candle and trying to light it and fire and I'm like no 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 how just an app on your phone that's light right go. definitely so the point is awareness the point is awareness the point is to come together and I think the other point that I didn't see coming is people that are not involved and that don't really know a lot about this issue saying hey what can I do to help mm-hmm. so um, there's someone else that's one of the admins on the page that and she doesn't want to be public she's great but oh I'll do the flyer and I'll add the uh, mm-hmm. all of the uh, people that are sponsoring this and right there's going to be a table with the League of Women Voters, so if people come that are not registered to vote mm-hmm. or don't know who their representatives are, we can tell them, inform them, and get them in touch. So I can give you their phone numbers if you want. Cool. Thank you, Gina Maria. Gina Maria is talking about the fact that I don't know who my state representatives are. You and didn't. those of you watching... 
You don't either. Don't kid yourself. No, I'm sure there are some people that do. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because, like, why can't we talk about what's happening, right? Why can't we talk about what's happening on our behalf? Well, and so the other thing that I said that's so important that you really need to realize, and so does everyone, these people in either the state or the um, at the at a national level are spending our money. That's what we send them to Madison or to Washington for. Mm -hmm. They decide how our money's gonna be spent. Mm -hmm. And that all has to do with a lot of values. What are your values? Do you value people or do you think Mm -hmm. they're animals and put them in cages? And that's, that's what money is supposed to represent, is value. Right? Interesting. Yes, it is. Um. So our challenge or the challenge to conservatives on this is, did you know that $775 per person per day is being spent on these people? And it should be more of a human issue, but if it's not human to you, ask yourself that question. Did you know that that was a factor? Yeah, $775 per person per day. What? could you do with that money? Mm, what could we do with that money? I know, right? Mm, yeah. That's a lot of money for one day. Right. Yeah, right. What could I do with 775 a day? I know. I just saw your eyes popping yeah. out of your head when you thought of that. Like, this, would be a, this would be a whoa. different live show. <laughs> a much different live show, <laughs> right? Right. right. Um, awesome. So normally we do a, a question of the day. Yeah, um, what's your question of the day? Oh, no. So I'll, I'm gonna leave that up to you. What, what question do you have for the people out there leading up to this event on Friday, this vigil? What question do would I wanna ask? You know what, I wanna challenge people to look up and to come to the event with their state and federal representatives on a piece of paper, so you have cool. four names, four uh, phone numbers to bring along. There you go. Can you do that? Do you know how to do that? Can I help <laughs> you if you don't? So everyone, make sure you message Gina Maria so she can message there you, you how to do go. it. And uh, her question of the day is, who are your four, your two state and your two federal representatives? That would be the House, the of, House of Representatives and, and the Senate. Senate. Yep. Awesome. Your state senator and your awesome. federal senator. So June Actually, 12th. there's two senators for the state, so they're not divided by districts. Each state gets two senators right, at right. federal level. But you have one that so represents. Now you have five names to bring. There you go. Five names. Um, that's question of the day. If you know the answer without looking it up, put it in the comments. Um, if you need help, Gina Marie has got you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm super excited uh, to get caught up. Like I said, I have about 40 more episodes to upload, and then I'm going to be venturing out of Wisconsin. I will still be doing plenty of interviews in Wisconsin, but uh, I'm super excited to dive into my passions and curiosities a little further. So thank you so much for being with me, and have a great day.